Hey, this is Jonah Ray, and you're listening to... Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it, but he is around here somewhere. You just can't find that guy sometimes. He's so tiny. He uh, Cash Hartzell is here. Cash, say hello. How are you? And well, and how met, or whatever you used to say. How, how met and you well are you? How well and helmet. How well and helmet. That's uh, Neil who needs a helmet on a daily basis. Neil, how's <laughs> sure it going? Sure do. Uh, pretty good. Uh, I was out buying some Gatorade. Sorry, I was a little late for the show. <laughs> Fantastic. Our guest today is a really good pal of ours, a returning guest, a podcaster extraordinaire in his own right. Ladies and gentlemen, from Bizarre Albums, Tony Thaxton. People are still doing that, right? Yeah. You know what? Literally, I, I called a friend of mine from Hawaii called me the other day and, and did uh like the wada thing. And I <laughs> and I, I know it was ironic, but it's become Freebird at this point, right? You're not sure. Has <laughs> it gone that I feel like I haven't I haven't heard it in a while. I thought I thought, you know, I thought it did the uh, the my wife thing where it went away for a bit a bit and now it's back and better than ever. Is it? Is it? It never went away for Doug Benson. It never went away for Doug Benson. Yeah, that's true. I heard it's it like, like yesterday because I watched. Uh, oh fuck! What's the name of it? That's my boy, the Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg movie. Yeah, but isn't oh, that wow. from like ten years ago when it was at? Yeah, that, that movie? yeah, it's a very well. Even at whenever that movie came out, that was also like, hey, is that still a thing? Because literally, Tony Orlando. <laughs> says is that still a thing yeah <laughs> after that was, adam sandler already. yeah it says uh what's up no and, that's uh, crazy too because i i heard it the other day too because i was watching borat anyway oh, wow. we have a really good show <laughs> um we we're gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna we're gonna be nicer because we have a guest here mm-hmm. and um and and uh, uh, according to Neil, our guest Tony is going to be playing some songs for us. Uh, <laughs> that's really cool. That's really cool. Uh, to, um. Okay, here's how this all started. Tony said on Twitter, "I miss playing shows," and I said, "Hey, come play on our show." That's no, where- no, you never yeah. said come play on our show. Well, you just said Jonah what- Radio Thursday. It's what I meant. Yeah, that's this is this is the this is Neil. This is Neil in a nutshell. Is uh, lines being connected that never would be connected for anybody else? It's a um, real it's the communication problem that Neil tends to have. Where it's like, I thought you would have figured that what out. A great show. This is Neil. 
would be. <laughs> <laughs> and also, let's, let's keep in mind that uh, really my primary uh, musical talent is playing drums. So I, I don't think, I mean, should I do a drum solo? I mean, you I, th- know. I think that's yeah. what we were all expecting. Okay. I, I, I'd yeah. kill to hear a little tappa tappa tappa. <laughs> all right. Give me give me like twenty minutes to set up and we'll be good. <laughs> okay, perfect. Sounds good. Uh well if we're you, gonna if break you co- oh. cover that, that that solo track of Jeff Pocaro playing uh uh Rosanna, I'd be very happy. Okay. So Jeff I mean, you can't Rosanna? See me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see me. I can just play the track and claim it's me. So. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're gonna take a break for a song from a uh, a, su- a submitted track. Um, someone uh, gave us this. Uh, it's their buddy's band. Uh, they're called Lung, and uh, it's uh, drums and distorted cello, and it's pretty fucking rad. Uh, this is the song Butcher. More radio when we come back. Uh, I didn't get that song. You didn't get lung? Did I not? <laughs> it's all right. I'm gonna cut it. Um, yeah okay that's fine all right, all right. so i'll do uh say we're gonna do a uh we're gonna play a song um also cash i think there was like a time before where we were gonna play something and then i said oh no let's not play that let's cut this part out and i think you left that part in i gotta i gotta show the world warts and all uh so- yeah we gotta show this thing. let's do let's listen to bad moves i love this band um great uh great album uh this is uh this is a song that they made called Night Terrors, and this is Bat Moves. More radio when we come back. <laughs> Morning, love. 
Hey. All right. That was that? great. How about that? Hey, here's a, here's the thing, Cash. Real quick, I'm not seeing my sound waves uh, coming through on the visual. Oh, wait, there it is. Never mind. Here we are. I see, yeah, I see yours. Okay, great, 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 great. Uh, well, anyway, like I said, Tony Thaxton is here. He does a, an amazing podcast uh, called uh, Bizarre Albums, and it's just it's just such a good podcast. It's um it's it's well uh, produced. It's well uh, researched. It's got tons of sound clips. Um, it's short, which is also nice in the world of podcasting. If you want just a little, uh, quick bite of mm -hmm. something. Um, and it's, and it's, and it's just good. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's better than this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate that. You've been, you've been very nice from day one and I, I love making the show. So I'm glad people have been enjoying it. Uh, so if, if, for those of you who don't know, um, it's a, you, you find kind of like weird, and essentially um some actual novelty records but modern novelty records too just stuff that kind of uh makes you think it's like it's like who who thought this was a good idea uh, yeah uh, pretty uh, much yeah yeah like things uh, things that make you go why does this exist and i and you know I, that was the first draft of things that make you go mm, and they're like right. that, things that make you think why this exists didn't roll off the tongue as much yeah, a lot of people don't know that that song is actually about the Leonard Nimoy album. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't, it's like there's there's been a time you did like you know the uh, the uh, the Freddy Krueger the, the Elm Street Gang um, <laughs> yeah record you you've done uh, Chipmunk Punk um, mm -hmm. uh, you've done the Archie's record uh, what are some of your favorites out of the stuff you've done? Uh, some of my favorites. Uh, I really like, I think one of the weirdest ones, well, first of all, the D.D. King, the D.D. Ramon rap mm. album is yes. just insane. Oh. Uh, but I think one of, but I knew about that one. There's been a lot that I kind of have just stumbled upon in, in doing the show. And one of the weirdest ones that I really ended up enjoying was uh, Jan and Dean meet Batman. Oh, that one was a great episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's just it's it's again it's like why how it's you know, they tried they tried to capitalize on when the 1966 Batman TV show was so popular and what was super crazy about it was they got permission to use the Batman characters for the songs on the album but they also have little skits between all the songs and for some reason then after they recorded all of it DC Comics told them Oh no, you can only use the characters in the songs. So then they re-recorded all the skits with like different made-up characters. So like the record's called Jan and Dean Meet Batman, and all the songs are about Batman, but then when it goes into the little in-between stuff, it has nothing to do with Batman. That's oh, that's really that is the testament. That that I feel like your podcast could also have like a subtitle of like lawyers, how do they work? Um, the, it does. It does uh, seem like all of the albums that you cover are, at, at the very least, were threatened with a lawsuit at one point, or were sort of like, "Oh, we can't say that, so we have to say this." Yeah, there's a few of those, and then the, then there's some too that 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 you're like, "Wow, I'm surprised that they did get away with this." Like the the Star Wars uh, disco record that existed. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that wasn't like an official thing, and it straight up is called Star Wars and Other Galactic Funk, but it's not like an official <laughs> thing. Or, 
So it's oh, yeah, it's galactic weird. funk. <laughs> yeah. the, it's the first Star Wars album um, produced by uh, someone who was not a fan. Just like, um... <laughs> it's it, like he just overheard a guy once saying, "Like it's like you know, I fucking I just don't like any of these like sci-fi movies coming out, like Star Wars and all that other galactic junk." Wait, hold on, say that one more time. Did you say funk? No, I said junk. Oh, buddy boy, I got an idea for a record. Please, God, no. Pulls out a gun. Don't do it. Don't make any intergalactic funk. <laughs> and uh, I for, I forget if if it was. I don't remember if he was the engineer or the producer off the top of my head, but uh, on that record uh, worked uh, Tony Bon Jovi, the cousin of John Bon Jovi, who then later produced the Star Wars Christmas album, and it's the recording debut of a young John Bon Jovi. Of the of the Jersey Bon Jovis? Of the Jersey Bon Jovis. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, yeah. I well, am you know, flabbergasted that the... Bon Jovi is not a made-up name. <laughs> oh no, well, it, it is. It's a it's a it's a bastardization of Bon Jovi. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The the Christmas album that he sings on it has his original spelling of his name. Yeah, Bon so Jovi. That would be, be G I O V I. Well, it's time for music news. Cash, play <laughs> that thing and say your thing. Uh, the what's of use of music. Canoes! Oh, that's right. It's time for music news. Where we talk about news. Music. Um, Cash, it's usually that it's usually usually about this time of the episode where we get into music news and you seemed uh, caught off guard by my I was just <laughs> wanting to get I, I had a question for Tony actually. I was I was Tony, uh if if I may. Uh uh, yeah, sure. Do do you uh, do you bump? Uh, have have you ever done a an episode? Did you have, did you have I a did. question? <laughs> yeah, you seem to be uh, um, trying to uh, search now, for that, it here. That's it. Original is that, Italian. Is that T H A C K X? Tony, have you um, ever gotten hooked on one of your bizarre albums? Like you, you, you listen to it not doing research. Is there something that has made uh, your uh, like playlist or like, you know what I'm gonna listen? There are definitely, there are definitely ones that uh, I, I I don't know if I'd go quite that far, but there there are some that I do think have some good things on. Like I actually think that the songs on that Jan and Dean meet Batman record are actually, some of them are actually pretty decent. They sound like Beach Boys songs about Batman. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, the, uh, the uh, Jonah brought up the Archies, like, you know, for what that is, like a, a 60s uh, rock band in air quotes record, like the songs, they're good yeah. pop songs. I like that Archies record. Yeah. And it like it makes sense because back then, you know, they're just they're using all these killer songwriters and, and session musicians and everything. So like of course it's yeah. pretty good. Well and did you ever I think you did an episode on Mort Garson's Plantasia, correct? Yeah, that record's cool too. It's yeah. all all synthesizer. It's a, a record it's a made for plants. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a, a record for plants or music for plants is what they call it. Um, um Yeah, there you go. Yeah, actually um 
You was that coming through? Venmo? Who, who, what was uh, that? Actually, Cash, play, play some of, um, like, this is uh, uh, Music for Plants by Mort Garson because this is actually a music news segment because uh, um, the people, Sacred Bones, um, who uh, put out that plant, um, the Plantasia, the Music for Plants, is putting out four more Mort Garson wow. records. Um, oh. And so, but like, here's like, it's the best music to have on in the morning in the background while you're getting ready uh, for your day. Play a little bit of that uh, Plantasia, that Mort Garson. Wake up, it's time to start your day. It'll be all right, if you want it to. The choice is yours. Live life to the fullest. Put a mask on. Oh, buddy. This is the other voice that would come in. Stay in bed. It feels nice in there. What do you have to do today anyway? It sounds like a ringtone with iron glass. Is. That's the drop. That was the drop. <laughs> the drop. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking. F- I'm looking forward to uh, Sacred Bones putting out more, more, more Garson stuff. Pioneer. Yeah, I didn't know Pioneer in the uh, electronic music. Is he world. still alive? Yeah. Uh, wow. No, he he didn't. It wasn't too long ago that he passed away. I believe, if I remember right, it's been it's been a bit since I did the research, so yeah. I haven't retained all of it but no he is now no longer with us now tony speaking of bizarre albums (laughs) what is your take on the snare sound of metallica's saint anger as soon as you said snare sound i knew that was what you were going to say i'm not kidding at all a continuation from last week's episode but let's go (laughs) well there's more there's more to it now oh goodness gracious because that was but we talked about bob rock and Uh his take on what happened with the snare sound oh robert Uh, rock uh of the yeah of the new hampshire rocks now that that's our H O G O V. Go ahead. <laughs> now, Metallica's Lars Ulrich, U L R I C H, defends Saint Anger's. Uh, he defends Saint Anger's snare sound, and he says he stands behind it one hundred percent. 100%. He says, I stand behind it because 100% because at the moment that that was the truth, just my personality, I'm always looking ahead, always thinking about the next thing. That's just how I'm wired. Or some would say, if you're a Metallica fan, would that be hardwired to self-destruct? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, whether it's Metallica, always thinking ahead, or in my personal life or relationships, whatever I'm doing, I'm always just thinking ahead. Sometimes, arguably, I spent too much time in the future and rarely spend any time in the past. And so the only time this stuff really comes up is in interviews. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the only time this thing comes up is when people ask me about it. Yes. <laughs> not sitting around. Lars is never sitting around just like, you know, like he's just staring off into the distance and the camera just starts zooming in on his blank expression and you just hear ping, 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 ping. <laughs> 
like uh, it's uh, he says it's been slapped around a little bit but the snare thing it was a like a super impulsive momentary we were working on a riff hetfield was playing a riff in the control room i ran up and i was like i need to put a beat behind that i ran into the tracking room and sat down and played a couple beats over this riff to not lose the energy of the moment and i forgot to turn the snare on and then we listened back to it i was like wow that kind of, that sound kind of fits that riff it sounds weirdly odd and kind of cool and then I just left the snare off for the rest of the sessions, more or less. And then it was like, yeah, that's cool. That's different. That'll that'll fuck some people up. That sounds like it's part of the pummeling or whatever. And then it became wow. this huge debated thing. Um, and then they said, I didn't well, we, the we didn't see that coming. I didn't realize he, the snare is literally off. Thing is, this is going a bit like Bob Rock's whole thing was that like Hetfield was in uh, rehab at the time. And then Lars kind of like was like quickly trying to figure out this drum sound and then brought that to the table. Not, it didn't sound like it was an impulse, oh. you know, impulsive thing. So, but like, like stories. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like it's a little bit like, it's like, yeah, we meant it. And I, we knew it was going to piss people off. That sounds like a revisionist yeah. history to me. Ugh, yeah. I've, it's terrible. I, I don't understand how that passed. <laughs> like yeah, why, so, why was that okay like who was the who was qc and, and and this was like an album that was like it had been a while since they put out an album yeah that I was like highly anticipated yeah, yeah. street anger <laughs> <laughs> um but uh uh speaking of uh of metal um uh corn recently uh did a uh, a cover with uh, uh atlanta rapper yellow wolf um and uh they actually covered the classic 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 uh song by charlie daniels the devil went down to georgia and, and before wait hang on before oh, you say anything yeah, yeah. is it, is it as good as it seems like it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing i'm just interested in and i love covers we all love covers here we at do. jonah radio um yeah. And and it's just like I'm like I'm always interested to see how far people bend stuff or how like what what their take mm-hmm. on it be. And this one kind of plays. I was I was excited to listen to it because Yellow Wolf is a great rapper, um, and I was thinking it was going to be a bit more crunchy. Um, but we'll play a little bit and play kind of far into it, Cash, just because it's like um, it does it at first. It's just kind of like okay, this is just Devil Went Down to Georgia, but then you kind of start to notice a lot of the corn. <laughs> Um, 
and it's pretty straightforward for the most part, except for, of course, that like low end, uh, wobbly corn sound. But then those, uh, those little high pitched kind of, uh, sounds in the background, but that, the vocals, uh, other than that, vocals are way too far forward. Like it's, it's like a spoken word album with like a soundtrack. And then also, but to be honest, Neil, the song is about the lyrics. It's no, it, they're talking about a, people playing fiddle and there's no fucking fiddle. <laughs> Well, are you are you like talking about the song now or the because the, the the fiddle part happens, but like no, this, this, it that's doesn't happen. The song is. I mean, I, the guy plays the fiddle part on an electric guitar, but well, yeah, it's well, it's it's a uh, it's a cover, so they're just gonna play the cover how they play it. Shit, I'm just saying, like, it's still set up the same way. You're talking about the vocals being forward, and then there's yeah. no fiddle. Yeah, it's but there, it, there's it, no it, fiddle it's, in the. It's, it's, sounds that's like, how the normal uh, song, that's how the song is. But it sounds like a, a, a like a phone call, like, and then, then there was music <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Well, it's quarantine. What do you want, dude? Maybe it was a phone call. It's also a rip. It's a rip from a, a YouTube. It's video. quarantine. Oh. Hey. Oh. All right. I'll, I'll see you guys later. I'll take it off. Oh God! Thank God! Thank God! <laughs> so that just came out. Yes, and they're selling it for charity, and I didn't. I didn't rip it off. I think I just uh, downloaded it. Like a, I bought it because it's for charity. Uh, yeah. But then Thank God that the uh, the the racist fascist fucking dead millionaire <laughs> is now giving up money. Oh, for uh, Charlie Daniels. No, it's corn. It's corn and yellow. Corn and yellow wolf are giving the money to charity. Sure. Yeah, but Charlie Daniels was a piece of shit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he really was. Uh, so the, the, they're probably giving money to charities that he would be very upset about, which is nice. I hope so. Yes. Um, so recently, Great White uh, oh, was no. uh, called out uh, <laughs> because they had a uh, quote unquote socially distant show where like nobody was wearing masks. No. And, and you know, they, yeah, they um, they, you know, just still trying to, you know, get their body count up, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the last band on earth that should be having shows. But here's the thing. It's a uh, great white. Um, he called it out saying it was fake news and posted a quite blurry pixelated uh, picture of, uh, of the show where you can see like maybe one person. It's like, you can barely tell what it is. And it's just like, it's like three people. And it's clearly kind of zoomed in and cropped. And it's just like people were wearing masks. Um, first show, of my hometown, Dickinson, North Dakota. Fake news said no masks, no social distancing. Uh, I keep saying otherwise, and this pick proves my point. Um, but then also, he used it as an excuse to uh, said that he uh, is immune to the coronavirus. Why? Oh, cool. You want to know why? It's because he also uh, promotes immunity gummies. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> And he like posts a picture of himself with his uh his immunity gummies, and uh, saying I've that's the reason why. as well. <laughs> um, but that's like uh, the 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 social distancing stuff. It's uh these concerts like they're not necessarily working out. Um, you know, people put on a Frank Turner concert in London, and it was a social distance uh show. You know, there was a uh, two hundred people at a. Uh, a 12 you know 1250 capacity um at the clapham grand uh out in england and just 200 people were there 
which is 20% of their normal capacity. And they just said, this won't work. It's like, there's no way. It's like, there was such a huge loss of money. Mm -hmm. I believe it. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, this, obviously this all sucks, but I, I don't know how venues, I'm scared for so many venues right now. Yeah. I drove by the satellite this morning uh, on my way to get my like breakfast stuff and whatever. And the marquee outside just said like, thank you. And then it was so sad. Um, yeah. It really well, hold on. Hold me. on. But Neil, you just glazed over. What were you getting for breakfast? Oh, uh, I got some Gatorade and <laughs> eggs and uh, is that know, G? Like... Is that Gator like G A? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until we can not socially distance, so I can just. Fight <laughs> and... I've invited you over multiple times. Yeah, and I don't come because I don't want to punch you in front of your wife. <laughs> I've never met someone that talks more about violence that would cower in an instant. Get, up, get, get real. Um, well, maybe all the music. Vi- so I saw this last night. I think this is a this is sorry. I just I just don't like I don't like violence. And Neil's constantly <laughs> trying to incite it. You know, he's always talking about knives and punching. And I've never seen I've never seen him use his fist or a knife. <laughs> My favorite part was that I just remained silent and then Cash's role was to come in between us and go, well, anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I okay, so I saw on uh Twitter last night uh they have started back up baseball games. They may be done by the by the time oh. this is out, but um you can postmate stuff from Dodger Stadium. You can postmate like Dodger dogs and not. Oh, yeah, you can get hot dogs and um, shit. Yeah, that's what all these music clubs need to do. Is like it, like a two dollar PBR is like like <laughs> fucking rifled at your front door. Nobody, nobody <laughs> wants that. No, <laughs> nobody wants yeah. a fucking Dodger dog well, at home it, either. But yeah. well, I uh, mean, it's a pretty big hot dog. Eh, not worth yeah. it. Uh, but uh, someone, uh, a listener sent us a, uh, uh, Joshua Burkhart sent us a, uh, emailed us a link to a thing called uh, saveourstages.com. Uh, he says, love the show and wanted to pass this along since I have many close friends in the industry and want to see uh, the, these venues survive uh, wherever we can to, uh, whenever we can return to them. So uh, uh, it's uh, basically an organization just trying to help a lot of DIY music venues. Uh, so go to saveourstages.com. Uh, uh, we should link to that into the show notes for sure. Um, but uh, with that, I think we're going to take a break with a song. Um, and I'm going to play you guys a song that we were going to play last week, but we're going to do this. So uh, Daniel Cohn from uh, Spin Magazine got a hold of uh, Adam from Adam and His Package because recently the Washington Redskins have um, uh, uh, decided to change their name. But about 20 years ago, Adam from Man Man's Package, who I was obsessed with, uh, I still listen to his music a lot, but back then I was like, way into him. Uh, he made a song called, uh, If You Are the Owner of the Washington Red uh, Washington Redskins, You're a Cock. And so um, uh, Daniel got a hold of him and had uh, Adam uh, write a little essay on spin.com 
and basically just kind of says, uh, I will happily accept most news, even if decades late, of progress for causes on the opposite end of the behavior spectrum for from purposely being a jerk. So the name change um, is welcome. And I'm not sure I have a perspective that adds anything to the conversation or issue at hand. Anything right here will not be as rhymy as a song I wrote a while back in 2001 that made an argument for nickname changes of sports teams that use caricature like logos and mascots uh, for Native Americans. Uh, so he says, uh, yay, it's about time. So let's play that song, Cash, and then we're going to do an ad, and then we'll come back with more Tony Thax and more radio, more Neil, I more Cash. I like sports. So some things I like never miss. Like I never met an athlete. I like in hockey. In Texas, when it comes to Native American nickname teams, even within the context of sports, it's awful. And mean, and you'll go, wow, wow, wow. Offensive if we cheered rah, 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 for the Carolina Eagles with a beatbox cheer and a big foam apple to Minnesota Twice became the New York Tikes with our bills on their helmets because that's what they're like, you know. Adam, what about the Saints, Angels, Padres? Who ain't that the same thing for Christians that's offending you? When there's a Jesus Christ mascot dog shooting crucifix, they nail to a cross, dying to save the team. Guys, Harry's is back. Guys, Harry's. How much could you save in one year by switching to Harry's razors? Enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City, enough for three deep dish pizza dinners in Chicago, or enough to pay for six months of your Netflix subscription. How? Well, Harry delivers high quality razor blades as low as $2 each a fraction of the price of the leading brand and saving you hundreds of dollars over time. I love Harry's. I've been using their uh, their kit to shave down before I go and put on my mask. Everybody's wearing a mask these days. You should be, at least. And um, sometimes a little facial hair can get in the way, make it a little harder to breathe. Um, well, you can get a Harry's trial set if delivered right to your doorstep by going to harrys.com slash Jonah. Why should you give Harry's a try? Well, Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per, per blade made in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. Harry has all of your grooming needs covered. You can get blades, hair care, shower products, all on harrys.com. And feel a little better about your purchases. Not only is 1% of proceeds set aside for nonprofit organizations developing, devoted to helping provide access to better mental health care for men and veterans, but to help support those who need it most right now, Harry's is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies 
to hospitals across the U.S. Listeners to this show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash Jonah. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash Jonah and start saving today. Hey guys, it's Cash, here to talk to you about Keeps. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. You can get treated with home. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online, very important these days, and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months, so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. Keeps offers generic versions of their medication. Of the only true FDA-approved hair loss products out there, you may have tried them before, but you've probably never tried them for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments can take up to four to six months or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month, plus for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash radio to receive your first first month of treatment free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R-A-Y-D-I-O radio. Okay, thank right, you guys. so much, Cash, for that delightful read. We really appreciate you and everything you do for the show. We're back with more radio. Uh, Tony Thaxon is joining us. Tony, are you having a good... Were you an Adam and his package fan back in the day? Uh, I only heard little bits here and there, to be honest. I I, uh, I never dove in too far. So. Crazy, because it does seem really up your alley. Uh, I know. I have are, so many you're... blind spots. Yeah. Uh, well, I highly suggest checking out, like, um, he has a, a, a song about the metric system. That's great. He has a song called Punk Rock Academy, which is one of my, like, uh, favorite songs yeah, of his. a song about the metric system. That's <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, it's it's, it's so real that, fucking brilliant. Like, he does covers the only other be said about uh, 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 what's they the... might be giants. Yeah, they might be giants. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We should we should do a whole see if we he'll like be a guest on the show. We can just I could play all my favorite Adam is back. He also went went on to be in a great band with Dan uh, Yemen from uh, Lifetime um, uh, called Armalite that actually Kyle Kinane, like I totally missed him. I hadn't heard hear about him, but it's like a straight up, just kind of great, like punk rock band. Um, you know, uh, that's a perfect combination of Adam's package and, uh, and lifetime. But, um, but, uh, with that said, mm-hmm. um, I love, I love that kind of digital stuff in music. And, uh, um, uh, recently while going around on uh, metalinjection.net, one of my favorite sites, um, uh, someone uh, found uh, Greg, uh, Greg Canelty uh, found uh, a guy on um, YouTube that uh, made a, uh, a cover of Pantera's Walk on stylophones. Now let's oh, uh, wow. hear a little bit of that. It's pretty great. I love a good Pantera cover. We here at Generator love covers. But here's uh here's Pantera's walk on a on a stylophone. Is 
Yeah, it's pretty great. That was the theme song to a uh, afternoon snowboarding show that I used to watch uh, on Wednesday afternoons. Yeah. All right, Cash, you can turn it off. It's a uh, should be a five minute oh, track there. Not that we would listen I, to the whole thing. I think thing, I fucked but, uh, up. I'm sorry. I, I it's okay. It we're all we're all. It's okay. We're all imperfect, beautiful oh. beings. Especially Neil. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> How did I get singled out in this bullshit? I just said you. I just said you were a beautiful being. What is what? You're especially beautiful. Anyway, move. So angry. So angry. Um, uh, there's a. Hey, there's a you want to know of... something fun? Like, stop, stop talking. Uh, my high school mascot was the Red Raiders, which was a Native American and red face. Oh, that kind of red. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like not cool. And then I uh, uh, I got very excited a couple years ago because I was like, I'm gonna go to the new high school fucking hockey arena and go see the team play and uh yeah it was still the raiders but not red raiders and they had changed their logo to a b for barnstable instead of the you know kind of offensive uh native american face cool End yeah. of story. <laughs> Hold on, let me. I got. I got to put that in the notes. <laughs> put it in the notes. I'll check in with you guys later. Right on. It got so quiet, and the laughs came so instantly that people are going to think there was an edit point. <laughs> <laughs> Neil becoming self-aware in the middle of that story. <laughs> well, there, there, there was a moment in it where I read R A I D. I swear to God, I'm going to punch you in front of your wife. I, I. I got excited, like, hey, uh, maybe I'll pick up some, like, high school merchandise, uh, like, with the logo of my high school that I went to. And then I realized that it was super racist. And I was like, oh, well, no, I'm not going to do that. And <laughs> so, Did know. you get a Gatorade instead? Yeah, I got Gatorade. I got eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so there's a... There's I got a, there's Tony... A you got Tony. Um, I'm ready to play a song, by the way. Oh! <laughs> Are you really? No. Oh, okay, great. Um, uh, so there's a couple good uh, uh, rock docs coming down the line. Uh, I've been watching. Amazon has like four different thrash metal uh thrash metal uh documentaries that are just a lot of fun to watch um also i'm watching uh the last dance which is an incredible oh you are series. watching that um yeah what it, I, I love a i love a good doc and yeah. this one is probably one of the best 
uh, I've seen in a while as far as series goes. Just so, so good. Uh, but uh, there's going to be a Go-Go's documentary on uh, Showtime that's premiering this weekend, Ooh. which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, and um, and also uh, Bravo is doing a uh, an Aussie uh, doc called The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne. Um, and it actually kind of like in the trailer we're going to play, it actually shows like the, like how Ozfest got started. Oh, really? Whenever yeah, dad so was like, home, that, uh, I was about to feel uh, like he was play. bored. Like he never, even though he complains to this day about touring, he's not good at home. Like I, I literally just remember him as like the dude on the couch. You know, he'd pick me up from school occasionally, but he was always, I always just got the feeling like he was like, what do I do? I'm here, I'm, and this is not what I'm good at. Yeah, that's it. And I, and I suddenly realized that Ozzy belongs on the road, you know. Ozzy is, um, I mean, I felt like a caged animal. I bought different toys and all kinds of things. My dad's like, I'm making a bicycle, I'm gonna ride a bike. Because the guy at the bike shop was also giving him weed, you know, like small, like English village. But it, I, I just remember it, him, it was like his purpose in life got taken away from him. Now I'm ready to come out and go crazy again, you know. Because I really missed my audience, I really missed the, the, there's not a thrill in the world like a, 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 a like a great show, you know. And then it was like you've got to get back to the real world, and so it was like, all right, should do Lollapalooza and you know things like that. And then they, the agent called back and said, oh no, you know what? They don't want Ozzy on Lollapalooza. He's not cool enough. And I'm like, how dare they? And my mum was like, we're going to start our own festival. <laughs> yeah, let's do our own thing. And that's how it came up with OzFest. Now, ain't that interesting? Yeah. It was because he wasn't cool enough for Lollapalooza that he came up with OzFest. I've played Lollapalooza. Oh. <laughs> hey, Tony, did you, when you, when you uh, played Lollapalooza... Did you play this song? Wanna trade in your car and get a deal that's fair? Go to Auto King on Burnett <laughs> Street in O'Blair. Get $3,000 minimum trading in your car. One King, one location. Auto King. Auto King. Auto King and trade in your car today. How the- yes. I- Wow, uh, free plug. I gotta say, that's the <laughs> best rhyme I've ever heard for Eau Claire. That's it's so great. <laughs> you know, sometimes you get a list of things they want in, in there and you gotta, you oh, gotta force it somehow. So what's, great. The, what's the craziest thing that happened when you played uh, uh, any like any good Lollapalooza stories? I only did it one time. Uh, and to be honest, I don't really remember it that well. I remember, I feel I mean, like the you, main you thing You rock I and roll types are just so, you're probably just partying so much. So it's like, you know. <laughs> I was actually, I was thinking about things like that the other day of, of you know, there's so many documentaries or, or musicians that have put out books. And like, I think back on touring and like, there's so much that, like I'll find pictures. I'm like, I don't remember this at all. And like, I didn't use, I was 
I would drink, but I, I never did drugs. And, you know, I toured for a while, but like people have toured like decades and decades and they have all these stories. I'm like, how, I don't remember anything. How does anyone, I, I, so what I'm saying is I don't think I'd buy these books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my friend Tito, who's uh, toured a, a bunch all over the world, um, uh, he says like what a lot of people don't realize is it's hard to keep track because touring is mostly just sitting on an uncomfortable chair in some backstage area. Yeah. Like that's all it really is. Yeah. That's most going, of it. Yeah. And you're going, what's the Wi-Fi password? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, um, that's why, that's why Ozzy oh, did this documentary I, is he didn't remember it. So he just, he's like, all right, I want you guys to yeah. tell me about what I've been doing. <laughs> You know, there's, there's, there's a part in that, like that Doc, you hear a guy, you hear a guy at OzFest go metal rules. And I was trying to think of any other genre of music where that's like an acceptable thing to say at one of the shows. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like dubstep rules or, you know, <laughs> classical adult contempo rules. <laughs> What kind I'm of just worst a little... person is the the person that says dubstep rules. Roll. <laughs> Roll over. I like I like dubstep. That's that's some good beats there, Neil. Yeah, but it doesn't rule. <laughs> like sure, it's fucking like yeah, it's okay, whatever. But like, stop fucking grandstanding. <laughs> no, no one. But no, Neil. No one said that. That was just an ex- a joke example. I said of uh you said rules no i said wouldn't it be fun so a guy said so a guy said um metal rules and i said now where else would that happen would someone say this and i it i just made it up neil okay (laughs) no one one said dubstep rules sweet (laughs) i would keep walking that street <laughs> maybe we make a t-shirt um, recently it says dub- dubstep rules <laughs> actually we can make a t-shirt uh, I, would, I would prefer a t- i would prefer a shirt that said keep walking that street bud <laughs> <laughs> well technically neil did um, say when he was quoting jonah dubstep rules so maybe just dubstep rules dash neil mahoney Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Neil, are you sure keep walking the street, bud isn't a line from Letterkenny? Uh no, I just speak in that fucking cadence now. It's, it's he's done. a quarantine Canadian. Oh. Yes. Yeah. He's been inside so long. Um recently Oh, I'm, so, I'm so ready to move to Toronto. I can't wait. I can't yeah, imagine no. why. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, you know, they got their mayor did crack. It's pretty yep. cool. <laughs> uh, spin, the spin staff recently did a uh, list of the 50, 50 best rock bands right now. And it's a, uh, it's a pretty good list. They got hum uh, from Champaign, Illinois in there. Hum. They just released a new album. Corky. You got Corky mm-hmm. in there. I'm sorry. Uh, is... Did you say hum? Like H-U-M? Yeah. They just yeah. put out a new album, man. I had no idea. It sounds like hum. That rules. I'm gonna check that out immediately. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna get going, guys. Yeah, uh, the new, uh, you know, Corky, which is the new, um, uh, you know, Evans band uh, out of DC. They're on there. Bad moves, a band that we played earlier. They're on this thing. Body Count is on there from you know, Ice T. 
uh, Odo, uh, one of my favorite punk bands right now, Odoboke Beaver from Japan. Uh, Wait, they're body great. Ice tea, like hardcore outfit. Yeah. Gnarly. Yeah, they're on this list of uh, 50 best rock bands. I mean, did you hear that last single they put? Like the uh, No Lives Matter? It's great. Mm. There's some I don't really like. There's I've tried to listen, like Rowan Blackhouse, Coastal Fever in 1975. These are bands that I've checked out a bit and I don't really dig um, mm. when it comes to modern, modern rock. High on Fire made it number 30 mm. on here. Pretty good. That's High a good band. Fucking great. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, there's a those. It's a pretty good list if you're looking for new, um, you know, new rock stuff. Uh, you know, say, they say rock is dead, uh, but it's uh, that's not exactly true. It, uh, culture is dead, and so I guess you would just put <laughs> sheer sheer mag is in there. I always thought Neil would be a big fan of sheer mag, the goon sacks, mannequin pussy, primitive man. Sheer mag is uh, great. It's got like a uh, uh, Thin Lizzy style like guitar playing. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's a, and a female singer, real, real rocking, real great. Uh, Pup got there in the top ten. Oh shit! Talking, talking Toronto, oh. Neil. Pup P-U-P? is in there. Pup, good band. One of the yeah. best punk bands around. Charlie Bliss Hi. is in there. They're great as well. Uh, really big fan of theirs. Um. Dogleg from Detroit is on this list high up there. Number four. Chubby and the gang are on here. They're from London. They're great. Um, and uh, Paramore is number three. Disagree. Uh, and number one, Haim. Um, still haven't really gotten too much into Haim. You guys big Haim okay, fans? I, there's there's Haim. <laughs> there's Haim? There is Haim. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> they exist. Haim is the thing. Isn't it yeah. Haim? Is it no, Haim? it's Haim. I believe I thought so. it was Haim. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure it's Haim. Oh. Uh, I, uh, not I gonna, not, not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh Lastly, uh, Daniel Cohn wrote a thing about uh, he talked to he interviewed 28 musicians to predict the 2020 baseball season. Oh, really? Uh, so that, that's a good article we should link to. Uh, you, know, you got Patrick Carney talking about his Cleveland Indians. You got Ben Gibber talking about the Mariners. Um, you got uh, Steve Sladkowski uh, from Pup talking about the Toronto Blue Jays, Neil's future favorite team. Yep. Uh, but like, yeah, he uh, interviewed bands uh, about, you know, um, Oh, here you go, Cash. Uh, Steve Harwell and Paul uh, Delisle from Smash Mouth talking about the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. So that's who you run with. Yeah, no. That's who it, you run with. It's literally him. like the Giants have the the worst celebrity fans. It's Tom Brady, Rob Schneider, and the guys from Smash Mouth. Those are the those are our celebrity oh, fans. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Colin Hanks. That's you know, the only uh, other one we got. Yes. Full oh, toilet. Yeah. Um... But uh, uh, but speaking of music, recently uh, one of my favorite musicians of all time from Propaganda, the Weaker Thans, now has solo efforts. Uh, John K. Sampson uh, just put out a new single, uh, which is a follow-up to his Millennium for All um, single, which was one of my favorite songs of the year. But he just did a uh, 
uh, a single about his fantasy baseball team. So we're going to take uh, a listen to that and uh, come back uh, with more shows. So here's John K. Samson. I manage my fantasy baseball team better than I manage my anger these days. And I trade my best pitcher for a draft pick and a picture of the president writhing in pain. It's a weird thing to wish for, but I can't stop wishing, refreshing the browser someday. If I live long enough and the world doesn't end, my wish will come true in a way. And he'll die like we all die in pain or sleep, and we'll still have our fantasy baseball. And the next fascist fucker in line for the job of demolishing hope for us all so I'm putting in love now I'm putting in faith putting fear on a long term IL I'm going outside I'm gonna help organize something better something beautiful Do I love that guy's lyrics and voice? Mm-hmm. I manage my fantasy baseball team better than I manage my anger these days. Okay. Um, so uh, uh, recently uh, we reported that Rob Halford uh, from Judas Priest uh, is having an action figure made after him. And Dan Angler, our associate producer, uh, went on uh, our Twitter at Jonah Radio and says, which act gets the next action figure and what accessories do they come with? Uh, use the hashtag radio action. And so we have a list of some of the uh, uh, the, the ones that uh, were compiled uh, by Dan. Um, Dan by early said Lars Ulrich gets uh, one. It says it doesn't come with shit. You have to buy each drum, stick and symbol separately. And if you try to 3D print them, the toy will sue you. <laughs> <laughs> um at crystal bristol says work from home neil with his microphone stuck in his beard (laughs) (laughs) i like it when the fans get on yeah um neil mahoney uh said uh uh just not gonna say what the rod stewart figure should come with classic neil (laughs) and he uh all caps come um i guess that's a reference to the rumor the uh, urban legend that rod stewart had to have semen pumped out of his stomach. Um, at Johnny Rook, Mike says uh, a Danzig action figure with a pile of bricks. Mm-hmm. Oh, Don't like his house. Yeah. Uh, the historian um, says Smash Mouth Steve Harwell happily depositing his all star royalty check. <laughs> <laughs> 
another one from Dan Byerly says, Ozzy Osbourne figurine with articulating jaw and comes with a bat with removable head. That's fun. That actually <laughs> seems like it would be have been made already and sold at Hot Topic. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, at Almighty Kale says, Sammy Hagar action figure complete with local casino stage and realistic cocaine nosebleeds. <laughs> Uh, at Judge Je- yeah, at Judge Jed says Dio and a step stool. <laughs> He's a short guy. Yeah, they do. At Alex Alex Cruz Design says uh, Milo Ackerman from the Descendants comes with a molecular biology lab, microscope, and forty-two piece coffee maker. That's fun. That is it. That's that's the way it comes. Yeah, um, and of course, uh, no action figure list is complete without uh, at not underscore Carlos suggesting it's G.G. Allen in a leather jacket and a jock strap and, I don't know, a bottle of Jim Beam, maybe some shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of commitment we like to get out of Jonah Radio fans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, also the Irish albino says, limited edition Cash Hartzell comes with two-day-old chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that was an egg salad sandwich and it was fresh <laughs> yeah. no it was not it was from fucking 7-Eleven <laughs> Neil, stop picking on cash <laughs> stop it that was, that was the most excited I've heard you respond on this show in a long time and it was because you were making fun of cash how dare you I laughed <laughs> Harder at that. Neil, where did you go? Are you in the other room now? Where are you? No, I'm sitting on the floor now. (laughs) Did you just collapse? (laughs) And by the way, Neil, it's C A S H. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to take this. Well, this is shit. Oh boy. Uh, well, that that about wraps it up for uh, this episode of Jonah Radio. Uh, Tony, thanks so much for uh, joining us. Uh, do you want to? Is outside of bizarre albums, is there anything that you want people to check out? Uh, boy, uh, well, I'm also the on-air producer for the Allison Rosen is your new best friend podcast. Um, and yeah, I play in bands, but nothing's happening. Uh, you know, Motion City Soundtrack, weirdly, actually toured this year. Uh, glad we yeah. got that done when we did. And, yeah. uh, I also play in Don't Stop or We'll Die, but, uh, yeah, nothing going on. So, yeah, check that stuff out if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is there, have you been putting any stuff on Bandcamp that people can, uh... Uh, boy, uh, well, I guess technically, uh, the, uh, Motion City recorded a Fountains of Wayne cover for this Adam Schlesinger comp that came out, uh, recently that is on Bandcamp. Uh, I believe it's called, oh, what is that? Uh, Saving for a Custom Van is the name of that compilation. It's a bunch of people doing covers of songs that Adam wrote. And, uh, in tribute uh, to the late Adam Schlesinger. Yes, and it's a it's a fundraiser as well. So um, yeah, check that out because it's for for a good cause. 
Awesome. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, check out Bizarre Albums. Uh, honestly, it is like one of the only podcasts I listen to. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I really, really do love it. And uh, of course, go to uh, saveourstages.com. Um, and also uh, shout out to uh, the places that we uh, use for our music news, metalinjection.net, spend.com, um, sometimes Rolling Stone when they're not talking about One Direction. Uh, <laughs> as being one of the greatest rock bands of the decade um hmm. and uh and stereo gum stereo gum uh also uh for those uh, listening to like a lot of punk stuff uh, stereo gum is uh a really great resource for new punk and new hardcore stuff um they do uh, a lot of stuff over there and they are also struggling right now uh and they're putting together a compilation uh that will benefit uh the the site and it's uh it is it is a good resource for finding uh, new underground music. Um, so be sure to uh, go to these sites and clickety click, clackety clack uh, on all the stuff. Um, and if you want your band or your friend's bands or your uncle's band played mm-hmm. on this podcast, email us a link, a band cam link. We buy the songs off a of band camp when we play them. Uh, and so it's a way for us to kind of give back and uh, thank you for letting us use your songs. Uh, but email it to us at Jonah radio, uh, R A Y D I O at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, yeah. Tell your friends about this podcast, uh, cash, anything you want to say? RIP Ben Carson. What? Ben Carson died. What? When? Today. Oh shit. Really? Oh, did you guys really? Know? Yeah. yeah. From coronavirus. From coronavirus. Oh shit. And he was at the Trump rally in Arkansas without a mask. Yeah. Oh shit. Or not Arkansas, wherever that was. Uh, wow. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Um, Godfathers. Right. Godfathers will be on your tombstone, buddy. Yeah, boy. It's fine. It's it's really odd to me. I just realized we said R.I.P. to Ben Carson, but not to uh, Malik from uh, from the Roots. Also, uh, Malik from the Roots. Yes. Um, all right. Well, uh, another way, Neil. Anything you want to tell people? Uh, I would like everyone to follow my mom on Twitter. Uh, no, I don't. I don't want anyone to follow them. I Are you sure you don't want it? That's that's at C L A. No, I thought that was just. I don't know. If she's on no. Twitter. I know she was on Instagram. Yeah, I know. I don't want anyone to follow her. But... Wow, maybe twelve year old high school, maybe. Yeah, the Red yeah. Raiders. Yeah, yeah, everyone. Can someone send us uh, some Neil Mahoney's Red Raiders uh, designs that we'll make a shirt out of? Uh, and then, uh, um, and just so you're clear, just so you're clear on when you're putting the design together, that's R A I D E R S. Um. All right. Well, we're going to end out this uh, uh, episode with a great cover. We here at Jonah Radio, we love covers. You know that. We do. Um, but recently, um, uh, uh, Angel Olsen and uh, Rabbit Habit did a uh, cover of Walls by uh, Tom Petty. Um, and it's just one. Of, it's a, a beautiful, amazing cover. And it's uh, it makes me feel good. So listen to that. Uh, support the bands that you heard. And then um, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Tony, for being here. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks oh, and also, Tony, on, sorry, on. Cash. Cash, uh, I'm not sure if you know this. Don't, we're going to start the song, but you got to stay on uh, sure. because it has to upload your file. Just to let you know. Cool. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Cool. And, and here's the song. Sorry for the first episode.
want to sing? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. Might as well. Yeah. Here already. It's this one, not that one, right? Yeah. Three thousand dollars minimum trading. 